eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. Coming to you live from outside of Amelie Arena here in Tampa, where, wow, that probably wasn't necessarily what anybody was expecting. Arkansas drops an 82-64 to game uh, to Texas A&M. Hey, listen, you know, first of all, credit to Texas A&M. They've been playing incredibly well. Uh, I don't think it's so much, you know, losing to the Aggies today as it was the way Arkansas lost to them. I, I, I felt like this is maybe as poorly as Arkansas has played uh, since they started to turn things around in January. Uh, you know, I, I thought maybe the Aggies looked a little bit fresher than Arkansas, which is somewhat surprising, seeing as the Aggies have played two games in a row uh, they had an overtime game against Florida and, and then a battle against Auburn. That's 85 minutes of basketball in, in two days. Uh, and, and obviously Arkansas just had the one game against LSU, but it looked like the Aggies had a little bit more pep in their step th than the Razorbacks, which was interesting. Eric Musselman said he, he thought the Razorbacks got outplayed uh, and, and maybe outworked to loose balls, and, and you know I, I would agree. I think you saw that. Um, you know, it seemed like Arkansas was a little bit disjointed on both ends of the floor. Uh, Texas A&M was, was the more together team. That's the, the common theme that the players were saying in the postgame interviews. Both Audis Tony and Stanley Amude uh, said that they thought Texas A&M was more together than the Razorbacks. And it showed disjointed offensively, um, some uncharacteristic live ball turnovers. Arkansas has been better uh, as of late about avoiding some of those. But they struggled with them today. Uh, only shot three of 18 from three. That, that's that's really not a bad number in terms of attempts. You want to make more than that. Uh, you know, Arkansas got to the free throw line 18 times, uh, but Eric Musselman said that's not enough in a game like this. And, and I would agree it was a physical game. I, I thought the officials were letting a lot of stuff go, uh, but that wasn't the difference. You know, Arkansas really uh, struggled defensively. They've been so good the last couple months on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, not so much today. They struggled to defend the three. Uh, struggled against a, a small ball Texas A&M team. You know, Arkansas tried to counter that by going big. It wasn't necessarily working out too well for them, uh, so they went small, and they didn't get too much out of that either. So uh, Texas A&M is a unique team in a, in a big SEC where they play four guards. I thought it caused some matchup problems for the Razorbacks today. Uh, you know, some of my notes: uh, five points out of JD Note. Listen, that's not going to get it done in, in tournament play. Foul trouble played a big part in that. He got three in the first half. He had two with, with what was it, about 11 and a half minutes left in the first half, and Arkansas was really struggling on the offensive end of the floor. And they put him back out there uh, in the first half, which Musselman typically doesn't do. 
but it almost felt like his hand was forced and he did a pretty good job of avoiding you know picking up that third one until about a minute and a half left in, in the first half picked up a cheap one defending Hayden Hefner uh, who, who quite honestly cooked him a little bit today and, and Musselman alluded to that in his post game that he didn't think JD's defense was was anywhere near what it's capable of being uh, so you got to get more out of, out of your you know your all-conference all-american guard uh, than five points and, and some costly turnovers uh, obviously would expect him to bounce back next time out in the NCAA tournament uh, Jalen Williams only had four points he did have nine rebounds but I think he had four or five turnovers uh, which again was a little uncharacteristic for him he just looked a little bit out of sorts uh, against the Aggies you thought maybe I mean he had back-to-back double doubles against them in, in the two games that they played uh, so you would have thought maybe he would have you know done a little bit better than he did today uh, but struggled against those small guards of Texas A&M so when you're big two uh, are struggling that puts you in a bind but you know credit to a couple guys for for stepping up and, and doing a good job Stanley Mude I thought showed out he had 20 points hit some big three-pointers uh, was tremendous on the defensive end of the floor one of maybe the only guys for Arkansas who had a good day defensively Audis Tony had 18 points again uh, he was you know, his typical aggressive self around the rim uh, six of nine from the floor six of six from the free throw line uh, so those are some positives. Devo Davis had a rough one yesterday. Uh, bounced back a little bit today. You know, he had 11 points off the bench, 5 of 11 from the floor. It, it didn't look great uh, in the first half, but I, I thought he gave Arkansas a nice spark in the second half. Uh, you know, you got to give Arkansas some credit for showing some resolve. Uh, they did fall down, you know, 12 points at halftime. I think it was 36 to 24. Wasn't looking good, uh, but they battled back, you know, and, and with just over 12 minutes to go in the game, Missed one possession game was 47 to 44, and, and you kind of felt like, all right, you know, Arkansas is going to get this thing back under control. Uh, maybe they kind of weathered the storm, and, and they're ready to take off now. But they couldn't string together stops, and, and that was the biggest thing. You know, Arkansas threw a few haymakers in that second half uh, and made it a new ball game. But every time Texas A&M had the answer, uh, whether it was knocking down clutch threes or, or just finishing, uh, quite honestly, some some ridiculously high difficulty shots around the rim through contact uh, circus shots off, off the top of the backboard literally uh, boy they really had it falling for them today and and you know that, that's a buzzsaw I said it yesterday Texas A&M's a buzzsaw right now under Buzz Williams and, and they proved it again today uh, against Arkansas you know with an impressive performance they'll get the winner of Tennessee and Kentucky that game is going on uh, as we speak here in Tampa so you know um, Arkansas is going to have to regroup from this one. It kind of leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth going into the NCAA tournament. You know, admittedly, uh, you could tell Eric Musselman was was disappointed with the way they played, and he said it. You know, this is not uh, the way Arkansas plays. It, it's not what they're all about, uh, especially on the defensive end of the floor. So I, I would expect them to to put in a lot of work between now and next week. And he didn't really want to talk about the NCAA tournament much, to be honest with you. He said, "Hey, I, I want to dissect this game." I want to break down a bunch of film. I want to get some clips to these guys. There's going to be a lot of it because there's a lot of room for improvement. And he knows they've got to get better uh, because now, listen, it's survive and advance or go home. And, and the players were aware of that. And, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see uh, the reactions tomorrow. because Today was obviously disappointing. But listen, tomorrow's Selection Sunday, and, and Arkansas is going to learn their fate. They know that they're in the NCAA tournament. I think they're still pretty solid as a four seed and you know once you get in hey, it's all about matchups so uh, they'll be excited for that I'm looking forward to finding out where they're going and, and finding my next destination it sure has been nice 
uh, in Tampa, even though we had some thunderstorms and stuff today, I came out and, and it's, it's a little windy right now, but the sun is out, uh, which is nice, but uh, I'm cutting a little bit short today because I got to get back to the hotel, pack up, hop a flight to St. Louis, get to Fayetteville for the selection show, and, uh, and then we'll see where we're going. Maybe it's Buffalo. I don't know. I've, I've been seeing a little bit more Milwaukee later, lately. Sign me up for that. So, you know, Milwaukee, uh, better than Buffalo in my opinion. Maybe it's not quite as cold, but it's definitely not quite as far. And, and I think the Razorback fans will be able to travel uh, a little bit easier for that. So disappointing day for the Razorbacks. Uh, you know, maybe humbled a little bit. I think this one's going to serve to motivate them uh, and kind of get them regrouped before the NCAA tournament. Remember last year, in Nashville. Arkansas lost a tough one in the SEC semifinals to LSU. They regrouped, they refocused, and they won three straight and made it to the Elite Eight. Alright, so yeah, maybe a little bit of a bad taste right now, but they've proven they can bounce back from these things before and I expect them to do it again. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. I appreciate you guys following along. Next time you see me, I'll be somewhere wherever the Razorbacks go. Hopefully it's going to be a long stay wherever they wind up. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always, and we'll talk to you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.